Hello, everyone. I'm sure you already know who this is, but welcome back to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. Some time ago, I went to an estate sale and purchased a journal that was entitled A Tale of Two Dates. The journal seems to be written by the man who owned it. I had trouble sleeping after reading them. Stories of the unimaginable. This poor soul, I think, was already in hell. In my opinion, these are the scariest stories I have had yet. So, without further ado, I present a tale of two dates. So close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. (laughs) It was winter, one of the coldest on record, I believe. The cold made its way into your blood, the chill not easy to get rid of once present. It was at that time that I was starting to get a feeling of entering again the dating scene. It was not as easy as one would think. Meeting people was tricky, but how? Of course there was the bar scene. Not everyone there, however, was wanting to meet someone, and if they did, perhaps just for the night. First names only. Shallow conversation, then move on to the next. Far and few between do people find comfort to last a lifetime, if only for a few hours. Through friends was another possibility, but only if your friends had ones that were single, which was rare. And if they were single, why? Friends, even though their intentions are honorable, make suggestions and offers due to guilt that your days are spent by yourself. They try to help with the best intentions, but sometimes it is better to let a sleeping dog lie rather than get involved. Siblings fit into the same category as friends. Blind dates set up with people that they tell you are very interesting and that you have common interests, but you learn that you would rather have a date with a 45 caliber handgun to end the date swiftly and painlessly to avoid the awkwardness that follows when they ask, how did it go? Being somewhat adventurous, I decided to try something that was used quite often by single people, the want ads in the daily newspaper. Every Saturday, the paper had two full pages, sometimes more, but no less, of people wanting to meet people. Women wanting to meet men, men wanting to meet women, men wanting to meet men, women wanting to meet women, and clowns wanting to meet anyone. All those in the paper had an ad. Every person who had an ad, which was essentially a small bio, was able to make a recording that could be played if you wanted to hear that person's voice. Dialing the main number let you access the listings, punching in the ad numbers of the name, allowed you access to the recording of that person, to hear their voice, a glimpse into who they are. It also gave you the opportunity to leave them a message, a glimpse into yourself. A cordless phone had to be used. Anything else, such as a rotary dial phone, meant that you were staying home on a Saturday night. After reading a few of the ads, I chose one that I thought would be interesting. Her bio stated that she had a well-rounded manner and an interest in different things. 
My hands were shaking as I entered in her ad number, not knowing what to expect. But when I heard her voice, the world stopped. It was as if an angel was sent down from the heavens to speak to me. Her voice was soothing, seductive, and the words coming out of her mouth, the most beautiful symphony ever written. My mind started to imagine hair color, skin tone, forming the person from which these words were coming from. I was like Dr. Victor Frankenstein, assembling the best body parts available to create this angel, this perfect woman, for who else could have a voice such as hers? Do I dare press the octothorpe and leave a message? Why do I hesitate? Perhaps I am not worthy of being in her company. I pressed the button, not knowing what I was going to say. Words coming and going in and out of my mind like Formula One race cars speeding around the track. After securing words to say, my throat dried up like a creek in a desert, my lips sticking together from lack of moisture. Finally, I was able to record my introduction. I now had to wait to see if she judged me to be deserving enough of a reply. After a couple of days, I received a notification that my message had indeed received one. Suddenly, the room I was in felt as if it was a sauna. My brow started perspiring, beads of sweat forming, my hands clammy as I tried to decide to listen to the reply or not. The index finger of my right hand wavering over the phone buttons to listen or delete even doing eeny, meeny, miny, mo did not help. Finally, I dove in, a split-second decision, not realizing what the future outcome was going to be. And then I heard her voice. When she said my name, each letter took on a new perspective the way she rolled them off of her tongue. I rewound the message several times just to hear her pronounce it over and over. Joy filled my heart as she was interested in meeting. My mind assembling what she looked like, not just physically, but emotionally, spiritually, and intellectually holistic in its entirety. Leaving my phone number, I waited with bated breath. <laughs>